I'm out of sorts and out of sync, but hey, we're here. Let's do it. Let's go. Live from the BiffNet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas, it's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian, Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. What's up, you damn dirty dickheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Thursday. I don't know what day it is. February 10th, 2022. And this is episode number... 416, I guess, of Barry on Deck. I got to look over. Yeah, okay, cool. 416. That's what it do. Hey, welcome to the program. Thank you for being here. Uh, thank you guys for showing up, showing out. Uh, welcome to this fine corner of the internet that I occupy known as Barry on Deck. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you so much. Make sure you hit subscribe on the channel. If you're watching on Twitch, thank you so much. Make sure you hit follow. I don't have a fancy graphic yet. I got to work on it. If you're listening on Podbean, which is also an option, uh, make sure you are, um, I don't know what you do over there. Just enjoy it, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. What's up to everybody? Uh, thank you for being here. Busy day today. Lots of uh, fun and interesting topics. It's NBA trade deadline. What time does the trade deadline expire today? I don't I don't know. Honestly, didn't give a shit. NBA trade deadline time. Three Eastern. It is over with. It's gone. Done. Kaput. So we'll talk about all the trades that went down at the last second leading up to the trade deadline. The big one, of course, being James Harden and uh, Ben Simmons being traded. We heard it was off. We heard it was on. We heard it was off. Brian Windhorst came out and said, uh, he came out and said, no, it's definitely talks going on. Don't believe me. And uh, sure enough, it happened. So we're going to discuss that. We're going to discuss, I uh, promised yesterday, one of the newer listeners to the program wanted to talk Super Bowl comparisons. I have your statistical chart. What I really want to talk about, what I really want to talk about is why I can't decide on who I want to wager on. It's scary to me. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about who would you wager on if you had money and you were going to wager. And maybe if you are already, who are you putting the money on? Walt. Uh, who else wagers in here? Um, I think Mark is a gambler. Uh, who else? Uh, whoever else wagers on here. So we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. In fact, the whole show rundown looks like this. We've got Super Bowl matchups. I still haven't talked Pro Bowl if I need to kill time, which rarely I do. Uh, I'll, we can discuss that. Harden trade, NBA trade deadline. Rockets are making some noise. Kelly Eco just tweeted out right before I went on air. So we'll talk about that. Bucks made a deal. Um, 
I thoughts on the Olympics. We can talk about that. I still haven't discussed that at all on this show yet. I still want to get to that story about this is not sexism. It is not sexism. Uh, and we're going to discuss that. Plus, I've got a recipe for you from Kobo's Q that we didn't get to yesterday that we need to discuss today. And then I'll give you the squares information. Ben texting about that. Just email Jen to get five squares. Let's go, fam. <coughs> not a COVID cough. I want everyone to understand something about the squares. This is not a profit thing for Jen and I and Barry on deck. Um, this is strictly just allowing you guys, you guys and us, I mean, Jen can get in on it. I can get in on it. We can absolutely win. It is all 100% a game of chance. Uh, but this is not for profit. So we're not keeping a dollar of every square bought or anything like that. This is literally just something for the community. Last year we sold 400 squares or had 400 squares sold. I guess they sold. I don't know. Sold implies profit. This is just for fun. So, um, it is. Oh, shit. Joe, I'm so glad you reminded me. God damn, I forgot it was three hour Thursday. Shit. I'm glad you said something, Joe, Pro. I need about 5011 producers. Uh, Dimata said, even if y'all made a profit, I wouldn't mind. Yeah, but that's not the point of them. The money goes back to everybody. So, you literally win 125 bucks per quarter. Let's just go ahead and throw it up. There's no sense in. Uh, waiting. Zoom out. Some bitch ignored me. Thank you. Uh, super big game in a bowl squares. The super big game. Uh oh. Uh oh. I got a new bot in here and it ain't fucking around. Told Richard Vale, stop spamming symbols. This is a warning. <laughs> this new chat bot is a hoe ass bitch, ain't it? Ignore the chat bot, Richard Vales. You're it's, I gotta turn that off. Don't worry about it. You're fine. Um <laughs> I'll explain Nightbot in a second, okay? But this is how you get on. <laughs> Everyone leave Nightbot alone. It's our friend, all right? It's just, oh, fuck. This whole show is out of, you're out of order. I'm out of order. I didn't said the F word. Don't call the bot a bitch. This is. Can I just go? Can I just go back to bed? Stop. <laughs> now everybody's hashtag bitch bot. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> this show is so messed up right now. Y'all leave my bot alone. Stop. <laughs> I hate y'all so much. Okay, let's get to the let's get to the Super Bowl squares. It's five bucks per square. You can buy as many squares as you want. I don't really give a shit. <laughs> Somebody else got busted. This dumbass spamming bitch. Go away, Chris Crack, you fucking hoe. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that was aggressive, and I shouldn't say the F word. Um, oh, bitch ass hoe. Go away, Chris Crack. Nobody wants your stupid ass spam messages in here. So, what the f what is going on? Someone's at my front door now? Oh, my God. This is this, this too much. Yeah, I, I, I'm on the air, bro. I, I can't. Uh, no. I can't do it. Uh, I can't do it. This is the guy wanting me to pay for the. Oh, my God. No, it's not an unboxing. It's a guy who wants me to pay for shit, and I ain't got time for it. Um, so, anyways, squares. Focus, people. Focus. We've got a show to do. We've got a show to do. Everyone stop bullying the bot. That's how Skynet got created. Exactly. All right. If you want in on the Super Bowl squares, it is $5 
per square. $125 given out per quarter. That's a $500 total per card that we're going to have. We had four of them last year. Uh, that's kind of where the cutoff will be this year. So we're going to have four squares or four cards max, which would be the equivalent of 400 squares. So, I mean, you can get in on every card if you want. It kind of It's kind of counterproductive once you start spending more than $125, I think. Uh, but... You know, I don't, do we have a limit, Jen? Do we have a, have we imposed a limit on how many squares they can buy per card? Whatever. It's under 25 payout. You're invited. You have to be invited and approved. So the only approved. So the only way to do that is to email Jen, Jen at Barry She's going to get you set up. She's going to get you, uh, and emailed and, and everything. And then the way you pay, the way you pay is how you will be paid. All right. So if you send Jen, if you want four squares for 20 bucks and you send that via PayPal, if you win, she's going to pay you via PayPal. All right. If you send it via Venmo, she's going to pay you via Venmo. Barry, is your car warranty close to expiring? Oh, my God. It's just one of those days. It's going to be a crazy weird show all day. No limit. Okay. Jen said we went 504. We went straight up Master P and the No Limit Soldiers. Okay. Uh, so, um, five bucks. Get in. I've posted it on all my socials, so I expect the first card to fill up pretty quick. Usually, if I go out and let folks know it exists, it'll uh, it'll move pretty quick. That's how we ended up with four last year, four hundred square sold. So. Get in on it. Email Jen. Jen at BarryOnDeck.com is the easiest way to do it. You don't have to be present to win. You don't have to be watching the show because I'm doing this simulcast or sidecast, I should say, of the Super Bowl big game, super big bowl game, whatever I'm supposed to fucking call it. I don't know. Super big game in a bowl, I think, is what I've been calling it. Um, But, yeah, I'm going to do a sidecast. Don't have to be present to win, so no big deal. Uh, Heartthrob said, time to switch to Twitch. Is, is YouTube having an issue? Is YouTube having a problemo? Uh, I will say this, though. This weekend, the Super Bowl sidecast watch party, that is 100% going to be on the Twitch channel. So if you're already on Twitch and have an account created and you want to follow along and enjoy the show and whatever banter, it's not going to be like an official show show, by the way. The uh, zoom out. The, the, the sh- it's not going to be one of those... Um, all right, welcome to the program. It's just gonna be like, yo, let's watch, let's let's watch the super big game in a bowl together. I mean, we'll have stuff going on. I'm already working on the prize wheel, uh, so that you guys will win prizes when we when when either team scores, uh, excluding excluding extra points. Uh, but any touchdown, safety, uh, field goal will uh, will spin the prize wheel and pick a random person in the chat. Now you do have to be present to win because that's how this chat bot works. So let's describe what's going on with the chat. The reason why you see a new bot is the chat bot will allow me to pick rain names at random uh, in order to give away the prize. So we're going to have a digital prize wheel and those prizes will be Barry on deck swag, like stickers, koozies, um, shirts, mugs, bags, uh, pictures of Oliver, uh, and then some other random bullshit, $25 Amazon gift cards. It's going to be dope. I mean, you know, it it should be fun. It should be cool. And if you're present and someone scores, I pick a name at random and then we spin the wheel and you win that thing and I'll make sure you get that prize before next Super Bowl. (laughs) 
I've been really bad about mailings lately. SCC and TDP and a guy that ordered a shirt off my comedy website. It's been slow. Um, but you're, I make sure you get it before next Super Bowl. That's the best I can do. That's the most I can promise. Uh, but it should be fun. Like your Amazon gift cards will get to you pretty quick. So no worries on there. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be hanging out. We've got drink recipes to compare and try. We've got food recipes. So it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be Saturday. I mean, so, excuse me, Sunday, starting at five o'clock on Twitch. So twitch.tv forward slash Barry on deck. If you're not already over there, I thought I had a pop-up for that, a, an overlay, if you will. And I, uh, I, I do not. I think it's it's down over there. It might be over here. Yeah. Twitch.tv forward slash Barry uh, on deck. What is this? Hope I don't win a shirt. I'm going to be pissed. Oh, yeah. You'll get two shirts. Although I got a surprise for you, TDP. I think you're going to like the shirt I'm going to make for you. Uh, I know you requested an orange, so we'll do that. But if you have a new one, uh, we'll get to it. Uh, but while we're talking about the super uh, big game in a bowl, we also, I have reached out to uh, my homie Machete, Chef Machete of El Gordo Nino's. I reached out to Raul Jacobo of Cobos Q and Rob of the So Smoking Gooder Show and asked for some recipes. This is not a competition. This is not a uh, who's is better. This was just, hey, you guys want some new shit to make for Super Bowl? Big game in a bowl? I keep messing it up. On Sunday, you want something different? So I just asked them, send me something. So again, I, this is not a contest of any sort. This was just something you might be interested in making. So I want to say, first of all, shout out to uh, Raul Jacobo over at Kobo's Q, who was killing the game, by the way. But this is Kobo's Boudin Jalapeno Poppers. I'm going to post this on all the social medias. So if you go to Barry on Deck on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, uh, probably won't put it on TikTok. We'll put it in the Discord. But if you want to make these make them they're probably delicious it sounds amazing uh split in dc the jalapenos in half mixed cream cheese shredded cheddar and boudin in a bowl he said take the contents out of the casing mix the cheese together add brown sugar to your preference so it could be as sweet or not as sweet as you want wrap the peppers with a thick cut bacon season the bacon with coarse black pepper smoke it at 250 for about 40 minutes and let those bad boys have sex with your mouth. That's how, okay. That was, I don't think that's how we want to push that. Uh, but so that is directly from Kobos Q. That is the Boudin Jalapeno Poppers. Again, I'm going to tr- um, post this on all the socials. So this is one of three recipes I have for you to make. Uh, shout out to Jen, by the way, for helping me cobble all this stuff together. What's up, Stephen Luther? What's up, Cherry? Uh, Joe Pro said, I still haven't tried fajitas with Tony's. Sorry, Dimata. Yeah, that was hilarious. We did a recipe swap. Dimata's was awful, which is why we canceled the recipe swap this year. All right, so there's your, there's your recipe. Again, I'm going to put that on the socials, but I want somebody, somebody in this chat, somebody from this show, somebody in this community to make these bad boys. And then try them and let me know how it tastes. I probably will make them as well. I don't know. It just depends on how much time I have. Now, one thing I forgot to mention about the squares. Uh, if you do want Super Bowl, Super Big Game in a Bowl squares, the deadline is uh, Sunday at noon. So if you don't get your email into Jen by Sunday at noon, you are not going to get in on the squares, okay? Sunday noon is the deadline. Get in. Five bucks each, 125 a quarter. You got to be approved. You got to be invited. 
That's why you absolutely, there's no ifs, ands. Don't send me $5 and say, give me a square, fam. I'm going to send you $5 back and say, that's not how it works. Or we can apply it to $5 Friday. But Jen at BarryOnDeck.com is the email. That's what you got to do. Do. Zoo? Do. Zoom out. There we go. Uh, I just heard something beep in my ear. What the hell was that? What was that? What is going on right now? How are we doing on Twitch? People uh, hanging out? All right, cool, cool, cool. What's up to everybody on the Twitches? What's up to everybody on Podbean? I see we got, oh, DZK, what's up? Uh, we got a new new listener uh, over there on um, Podbean. So welcome to DZK43400815126974443. I swear to God, that's their username. And then Chris Reyes and Eric Resendez. What's up to both of you guys? Thank you for being here. Thank you guys for being over there and liking the show. And uh, welcome to the program. Now, um... Everybody on Twitch, everybody on the tubes. Uh, all right, y'all, We, you know how we start the show. I mean, we're we're almost 30 minutes in, so I have wasted our our uh, most important person of the day, who is... The greatest deckhead in the history of the world. Yeah! What's up? She's back, ladies and gentlemen. Like she never left. Shelby! Let's go! I didn't mean to hit the pull up your pants. Shelby, sweetie, thank you for being the first in the chat. Thank you for sending the first super chat. Thank you for the first like. You get a triple crown. Jeff Bell. Is Jeff Bell even around anymore? I hope he is. Put her down for a triple crown, Jeff Bell. And she is the greatest deadhead in the history of the world, at least for the next two hours. Let's back to old regular ass Shelby. Which is okay by me. Shelby, thank you, sweetie, for being the greatest deck. Who the fuck is that guy? Exactly. Who 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 really knows who that is? Zoom out. Uh, I would get to the chat. We just don't have time. We've got so much stuff to do. We can we can talk about it in hour three if you want. Uh, oh, look, he's back. Lohuck, what's up, dude? Yeah, Lohuck, I promise. Nope, wrong one. Lohuck, I promise you we are going to. I've got your slides ready. Look at this. Look at this. I mean, we're not going to do that suggestion. Uh, but I've got your slide. Good to go, fam. We're going to talk Super Bowl matchups today. I promise we're going to get to that. Uh, but let's start with your sports headlines. Let's get to that. Here's your sports headlines for the day. Sad news out of the world of baseball. Uh, former MLB player Jeremy Giambi has died at the age of 47 in his parents' home out in California. No, uh, no cause of death determined yet, but Jeremy Giambi passes at the age of 47. Washington Commanders defensive tackle Jonathan Allen apologized for tweeting out that he'd like to have dinner with Hitler. Now, let me explain. What's up, Chrissy? Chrissy said Twitch is laggy for me. I'm here. Hello, sweetie. I'm sorry that it's laggy. Uh, yes, brother of Jason. That is correct, Lohuck. Uh, Jonathan Allen was asked, he did an AMA on his Instagram, and somebody said, name three people you'd like to have dinner with. And he was like, my pops, Michael Jordan, and Hitler. And immediately people were like, what, bro, you can't, you can't say Hitler? And he was like, uh, yeah, it was, I mean, he's a, he's a, a brilliant military mind. And I would like to pick his brain about his strategy and also would like to know why he did what he did. And in 2022, you just can't 
and he and he explained, look, I didn't mean to be offensive. I didn't mean to offend anyone. I didn't I didn't mean for it to come across that way. Um, it's just I think it would be an interesting conversation about why did you do what you did. So that was Jonathan Allen's pick, and then he had to apologize for it. And yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm not Jewish. Um, I think I understand why he would make that choice in a way. I'm not condoning it, but I I get where like yeah, you can learn things even from awful awful people. And one of the things you'd probably like to know is why in the why did you do this? Why did you why did you try to destroy a whole people? What triggered you? What happened? Like so I think there's merit to that kind of conversation, but I don't think it's very wise to go on social media and be like, "Well, I'd like to dine with Hitler and uh I don't know, Mussolini and not yet. Yeah, you you probably not the smartest wisest thing in the world. Um, Christy, so Cherry has some advice for Christy. Sometimes I have to change the quality from auto to something else for it to not be laggy. Yeah, I'm trying to stream. My stream settings are uh, not crazy. It doesn't show my bit rate. My bit rate right now is 2386. 2386 kbps that's actually fairly low i was at one point trying to stream in 1080p 60 so that was pretty big so we're not doing that now hugh text mentioned suicide for uh jeremy giambi and i haven't confirmed that the article that i saw said no cause of death has been determined yet so i think we're gonna go with that uh but if that's true that's gonna be uh terrible and sad hey here's some nba trade news for you before we get to talking about the the big trade going down but the bucks have acquired sergi baka and uh, they got him from the Clippers in a four-team trade. I have the full trade for you here. Bucks have acquired Serge Ibaka from the Clippers as part of a four-team trade that also sends former number two overall pick Marvin Bagley from the Kings to the Pistons. As part of the deal, Dante DiVincenzo, DiVincenzo, okay, I can't. We'll go from the Bucks to the Kings. The Pistons are sending Josh Jackson and Trey Lyles to the Kings. And Detroit will send out two future second-round picks to the Bucks. A lot of moving and shaking. A lot of moving and shaking. Bucks are also sending uh, Oyele. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, uh, and Rodney Hood to the Clippers in the four-team deal. But the, I mean, the big name in this is obviously Ibaka, um, moving to the Bucks from the Clippers. Bucks obviously trying to. Take care of that window of opportunity that they have. Not the biggest trade out there. Uh, Raptors send Dragic, Goran Dragic, Dragic. Can never say these names to the Spurs. Uh, where did that one go? For uh, Thaddeus Young, Drew Eubanks, and a pick. That pick is a second round pick. So that's according to Woj. Raptors sending Goran Dragic, Dragic. And a protected 2022 first to San Antonio for Thaddeus Young, Drew Eubanks, along with a 2022 Detroit Pistons second round pick. So there you go. Uh, and the big one, obviously, OBS. And this was there was a lot of discussion. Was this trade even going to happen? Was this even going to be a deal? Amos said I had no idea Serge was still in the league. Yeah, definitely role player status now. Damn. Truck driver Pookie said Twitch just crapped out on me. Oh, I'm not able to post any 
Oh, there we go. Damn, Twitch just crapped out on me. I haven't moved from my lawn chair since 145. Just restarted and working fine now. Okay. Um, yeah, Walt said there are tons of serial killers and mass murder interviews. So I get, yeah, in regards to, yeah, I'm wanting to talk to Heather. Yeah. Again, though, not, you know, probably not. If you had three people you could have lunch with, saying Jeffrey Dahmer is not going to be a real smart choice. <laughs> Uh, it's not the bitch bot, Joe Pro. Stop it. Leave the bitch bot alone, okay? The bitch bot is how you guys are going to get prizes during the super big game in a bowl thing. All right. Um, I seriously might need to make a name change on Twitch. Why? What's wrong? What's wrong, Areola Gaming? What happened? Um, oh, look. There's no background now in the thing. What is going on with this? Oh, you don't have a background. That's why. Everybody else is normal and has a background. You just don't. Got it. Uh, so let's talk about this deal. Basketball heads, where you at? Uh, you, you, it, if I'm Philly, Daryl Morey has got to be absolutely thrilled at getting this deal done. He's got his guy, his man back, his 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 wonderkin, I guess, his uh, crush. I feel like Daryl Morey has a pretty big man crush on James Harden. But it looks like the big three experiment in Brooklyn with Durant, Irving, and Harden is over. Couldn't make it work. First of all, they were, the big three were never really healthy all at the same time long enough to even know what it was uh, or what it could have been. But I think one of the things was that, you know, you heard rumblings that Harden wasn't happy in Brooklyn. He didn't like the state income tax. He didn't like some of the, he didn't like the living conditions. He didn't like, there was a lot of things he didn't like about the situation. And look, you, you sometimes, you know, you, you, you reap what you sow. And Harden wanted out of Houston so desperately and so badly. And then he got that. And he got his super team one more time. But now... I like the idea of James Harden and uh, Joel Embiid. I think that is a scary duo. I think that it makes a lot of sense offensively. If I'm Brooklyn, I don't. I, you got better defensively. That's for damn sure. You upgraded significantly on the def defensive end of the ball by getting rid of James Harden and adding Ben Simmons. Part of that deal included uh, where to go. Harden is on the move via trade, second time over a year. This time to Philly, which will send Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, and Andre Drummond, and two first-round draft picks. That is a big haul, and in return for that, Philly's going to get Paul Millsap and uh, James Harden. So Daryl sent some, 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 a couple of first-round draft picks, which aren't going to be that great because Brooklyn's going to be good. Are you serious, Amos? Is that a fact? Is that really true? What's up, Cisco? <laughs> Hugh Tech said Doc traded his own son-in-law. Yeah. That's how it goes. Uh, are you, are you, that, that's, a, wow. That wouldn't surprise me, but it's still a surprising number to see 16 games together. My goodness. So I, I, first of all, if we, if we break this down, uh, zoom out. If we break this down. Let's just evaluate what Brooklyn got for James Harden and Paul Millsap. They got Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and they got a broken Ben Simmons. 
but I think that they, one thing you had to evaluate was, was this big three in Brooklyn really ever going to materialize? If what Amos is saying is true, and they had only played 16 games together, and you knew Harden was disgruntled and wasn't didn't have long-term aspirations of being there, uh, I'm sure that there was some issues between Kyrie and James and they're both ball dominant and then of course you've got a guy who's better than both of them and Kevin Durant who needs to get his touches and it's just that's this is one of the issues you have with a big three is that you better make sure you have enough ball to go around now this is what makes it interesting about getting Ben Simmons and adding him to a big three mix is you know Ben's not going to be posted up on the on the wing or on the perimeter Looking for a shot. He's going to try to get to the rim. He's going to attack the basket. He's going to play defense. He's going to distribute the ball. Cool. Now, Kyrie does that as well. So it's going to be interesting to see how those two can be cohesive. I mean, you, Kyrie really needs to be a, the off-ball <laughs> guard now, which is going to be interesting. We know Ben doesn't want to play in the low post. We know he doesn't want to be a four. He considers, considers himself a distributor. Uh, and so we're going to find out how it works. That, that would be that. That to me is the scary thing about adding a Ben Simmons to any roster. Is unless your whole point is just really good defense and get to the. I mean, Ben Simmons is just a younger, bigger Russ to me. I think Russ probably obviously shoots better than Ben, but he doesn't shoot great. Did y'all see where the LA fans were yelling at Russell Westbrook not to shoot the other day in a game? He's sitting over and open in the corner. No, I think it was LeBron that fed him the ball. And he's wide open in the corner. And you can see him lining up the shot. And legitimately, Laker fans in the arena start screaming at the top of their lungs, No! No! Don't shoot it! And he does. And he misses. Oh, Jesus. And it's really no different with Ben. Although Ben's just not going to pull the trigger. He's got the yips. He's just not going to pull the trigger. But I, 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 at the end of the day, I don't think Brooklyn won this, but I think they were kind of in a position where they probably couldn't win it. If you know James is disgruntled, unless you're going to go out and get another one of these, re what are you going to trade him to LA for Russ? Not doing that. You're not going to trade him back to the Rockets for John Wall. Although that might've made more sense. I just... I don't know what you do with a guy like that. Yes, he has a skill. Yes, he has a skill set. But if I'm competing for a title, I don't know if I want Ben Simmons. Uh, especially if you have a distributor already like Kyrie. So I don't know. All right, let's look at the Philly side of this thing. Philly gets um, Paul Millsap and James Hart. And I like this deal for Philly. I do. Uh, Seth Curry's you know, he's probably one of the better shooters in the NBA right now. Andre Drummond, talk about a guy that fell off. Andre Drummond, I was talking to Walt the other day. We were talking about how quick running backs fall off. It's like, yeah, look at Todd Gurley. What happened to him? Andre Drummond was kind of one of those guys. Talk of the town in, in Detroit at one point. Then all of a sudden you look up and you're like, what the hell happened to Andre Drummond? Kind of like Iguodala and Ibaka and these guys. You're just like, what the hell happened? They just fall off. You know, there's no slow riding off into the sunset for some of these cats, and Drummond was one of them. 
kind of like Blake Griffin. So maybe just Detroit is where, you know, people go to fall off the face of the earth. Uh, I like the deal, though. I think that the Sixers actually get better. They get a competitive guy, like him or not, James Harden absolutely wants to win basketball games. And I think he wants to win an, a, a title, not because he's just like, yeah, I want to, I want to, but I think it's a selfish, like, I want that on my, my mantle. I want that on my resume. I want to be able to tell people I'm a world champion and I did it. So I think he's motivated to, to win. And I think that this move helps him. I like the idea of an offense with James Harden and Joel Embiid. And here's why. When you watch James Harden play with a big, like Clint Capella or Dwight Howard, obviously you run a lot of high pick and roll with those guys. But a lot of times what you saw then was you, you gave James the ability to get a mismatch with a big man, a step back and hit a three or drive to the basket. You also, if the switch doesn't occur or if it does occur and you have the opportunity, you have the opportunity for lobs and dunks at the rim, which we saw happen quite a bit with Capella. But what this gives you now, if you wanted to run it that way with Joel Embiid is, yes, he could cut to the basket. Yes, he could get, you know, because he's Joel Embiid is a physical guy. But he is also a finesse shooter. So you now have the opportunity to run that pick and roll. And instead of slashing to the basket, when when the exchange occurs, whether it occurs or not, whether Harden's man fights through the pick or not, you now have the opportunity, based on the matchup, to move Joel Embiid up to the three point line and have Harden distribute the ball to him to get a, a shot on a on a on a guard or whoever was guarding Harden. So there's a there's a, there's a there's a wrinkle to the pick and roll game, which I think Harden is really adept at running the pick and roll. I really do. So I think this adds... Now, are they strictly going to do this type of thing? I don't think so. I don't think so at all. But I think this opens it up significantly for them to be able to do it. So I like the I like the trade a lot. I really do. Um, what if Ben just really hated Philly and starts bombing threes in Brooklyn? Bro. <laughs> How great would that be? Ben ends the season with 50 made threes. Shit. Oh my God. That would be so great. That would be so great. Uh, low hook. I can't wait for Simmons to get booed when he returns to Philly. He'll get booed loudly and be called a traitor. Yeah, that's what they do. I mean, that's probably going to happen to Harden in Brooklyn too. When and if he ever goes back, probably the case. I saw somebody post that they play each other. When is that going to be? Um, Where did it go? What day do they... Uh, TNT, March 10. Thank you, Hutex. TNT, March 10. Nets, Philly. Should be nice. Might be appointment watching for me. Maybe I'll get me a cigar, get out on the back porch, watch me some NBA basketball. What is that? A, is that a weekend or a, or a weekday? What is it? It doesn't matter, Barry. It doesn't matter. Uh, what you, I'm trying to see what you guys are thinking. Can't wait for Simmons. This might not be a... Uh, Amos said this might be a bigger fail than this year's Lakers. Ooh, I wouldn't say that, Amos. These Lakers are a flop. Bro, these Lakers are awful. I mean, let's let's go to the tape. Uh, let's go to the standings real fast. Brooklyn currently 29 and 25. Eighth in the East. <laughs> 
The Lakers are 26 and 39th in the West, but they have a four, they won 46% of their games while the Nets have won 53. Nets are a minus two. Lakers are a minus 1.6. Okay. I stand corrected, Amos. That's, uh, it's not bad. Uh, P Jones said, I, I was surprised Dallas gave up on KP. Uh, I didn't see that. Do they trade Porzingis? I haven't, I haven't seen that yet. Mavs trading Porzingis for Denwitty. There you go. Okay. That doesn't Ooh, surprise me. Yeah. Tooth Pete. Let's go. Josh, buddy. Thank you so much for hosting me, man. Thank you for allowing me to be inside your, your stream, your, your channel. Not you, like you're... Okay, I think I just made it weird. Appreciate you, uh, Josh. Did y'all like the sounder? Ooh, yeah. Thanks for making it sexy, Josh. Um, I don't... I mean, Porzingis being traded to the Mavs doesn't surprise... Being traded from the Mavs doesn't surprise me. They were sick of his shit. Let's be honest. Luca wanted no part of Christoph Porzingis. That, that was... You talk about fails? You talk about fails? Yeah, KP and Dallas, big fail. Huge fail. So he gets traded. Let me open up what that source says. Uh, he gets traded to the Wizards for Dinwiddie and Davis Bertans. Let's see. Was there any picks? Agreed to center. Power forward. Christopher Porzingis in the second pick. A second round pick, excuse me, to the Wizards for guard Spencer Dinwiddie and forward Davis Bertans. Uh, okay. Uh, Wizards also are sending Montrez Harrell to the Charlotte Hornets for Vernon Carey Jr. and Ish Smith. All right, Washington traded guard Aaron Holiday, the Suns as well. Lots of movement there, but no, that doesn't surprise me. And I think, you know, uh, Kyle, look at you. Kyle said, look at this raggedy bitch. Look at this raggedy bitch. Kyle's showing up. Uh, Why you got to make it weird? That's what I do, buddy. That's what I, that's what I do. That's, what I, that's my MO here. Why did the cheer not fire off? Huh. That's weird. First time chatter, Revenge, Revenge of the Chaz said, what do you think about the uh, stripper breaking the Harden trade on Twitter 21 hours ago? Is that? Uh, I hadn't seen that. Oh, did we really have a stripper break that? By the way, thanks for being here, uh, Revenge of the Chaz. Much appreciated. Let's be honest. Nobody is surprised by... The only thing that surprises me about this is when is James going to learn his lesson with these dirty hoes? What is okay? That was aggressive. I apologize with these, with these ladies of the night. No, well, they're not late. They're ladies of the pole. I mean, you got to kind of keep your, I wonder if she stole his phone and she was like, oh, bitch, like a oh, girl put this on my gram for me. I'm still bucket naked, but I need you. Oh, bitch. I got his phone. Uh, he's going to Philly. So we're moving, girl. We're moving. Our our source of income is leaving Brooklyn. Shit, I got bills to pay. We're moving to Philly. I do find that interesting, though, that we got, we got, uh, we, is that a hoge bomb? Okay. That's not appropriate. I apologize. I apologize to all the strippers out there that watch this show. Mostly just Kyle. Kyle's a stripper. Kyle. Kyle, if you have never watched Kyle King stream, Kyle will uh, Kyle will pull his his peen out. He's been prone to do that. And and look, and Tooth Pete, if you guys aren't following, I don't know how do you do the shout out thing. I don't think I know how to do that. 
don't think, did I ever get that figured out? Shout out to Pete. It totally didn't work, did it? It totally didn't work. Can that, can Potch, can you figure out the shout outs? Said, I'm not even mad. It's just straight up fact. He'll pull his penis out. When he does the will of gross, penis is on there. It's like, eat eat those nasty uh, jelly beans. What a, the, Pull your penis out. It's one of them. Yeah. And then uh, Josh Toothpeat. Uh, he'll, pull his, he'll pull his titties out. Toothpeat will pull his titties out for sure. So if you just, there you go. I just tagged you on the stripper tweet. Thank you, Revenge of the Chaz. I'm going to go check that out. I can't believe she broke that uh, like super early. That's outstanding. That's good shit right there. Um, So this is Hillary. (laughs) This is so great. I got to pull this up. Hold on, Chad. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Scenes. Uh, This is so great, Chaz. You are the man. Thank you for this. God, just made my whole week. Let's fix that. Let's go here. Uh, zoom out. It's like Siri. You just got to yell at it. I just gave James Harden a lap dance and he told me he's a sixer. Maybe he was just talking like six inches. Maybe she just misinterpreted it. Maybe he was just like, listen, this isn't going to be, what's up Killian music. You know, this isn't going to be that impressive. I'm a sixer. Also, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a grower, not a shower. So, and then she was like, bitch. He's going to the Sixers. He was like, no, I said I have, well, you know what? That's probably the better information to get out there. <laughs> Not necessarily this. Lowox said, Barry, this year's Lakers are a lot like the 2011 Eagles. Killing music, just follow. Thank you, buddy. Much appreciated. Both were overhyped. Yeah, you could say that about the Lakers. <sighs> 2011 Eagles were pretty overhyped. You're, you are correct, Lohuck. Um, Then she said, told you so. <laughs> Look, she sure did. Like, like, retweet, retweet. You know what? She's about revenge of the chest. Thank you for the follow. Come on, let's go. I don't. I'm not. I'm not afraid to follow hoes on Twitter. Come on, fam. You kidding me? Zoom out. That's outstanding, Chaz. Thank you for that. That made my whole last day. Oh, that made my whole last day. Um, all right, so let's get back to some of these other topics. We got the trades. I think I gave you my my um, opinion on the trade to Philly. I like the offense that they're going to run. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be difficult because Joel Embiid. Not only is he an MVP candidate this year, if you didn't hear, Vegas has him as the odds-on favorite to win it. But yeah, uh, he's a versatile big. He doesn't play like a big, and that's that's advantage Philly. Now the interesting part. What's up, Ray? Good to see you, bro. The interesting thing is, this is another superstar for James Harden now. Now you've got Dwight Howard, Russ, Chris Paul, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. Uh, uh, who else did they go get? Uh, Carmelo Anthony. Let's see what he does. Spoiler alert, probably nothing. I'm just saying, I think we've all seen this film. Uh, what is what is Dimata asking about? Yes, eight of them. What did Dimata ask about? I don't know where he. I don't see his chat question. I can't find it. Damn it! Where'd it go, Dimata? Ah, <laughs> uh, sorry, buddy. I can't. Hey, uh, Posh, did you ever figure out the shout out thing? Because I don't. Uh, maybe I don't have it enabled. I don't know how to do that. 
Oh, D-Mata said, do they even have strip clubs in Philly? And CC, I love you. CC goes, yes, eight of them. Yes. Oh, Walt. Come on, Walt. Get out of here. Scram, beat it, kid. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man. She had inside information straight from her mouth. Inside, upside down. It's not enabled. Fuck. My bad, Josh. My bad, Kyle. I I put it on my to-do list. Hold on here. I have like I should I should uh I should do to-do list cam. I have this extra uh uh where is it at? I have this extra camera that I don't use. This is it. Look, it's just like I just have this random ass camera. I should just just do to-do list cam. Just put it on there. I just put it at for a different angle and I never use it. Never use it. Fix shout outs. No shout out while I'm fucking unfollowing. Yeah, I don't blame you. I would too. I If I could unfollow me right now, Kyle, I probably would. Team account said I'm 57 minutes late. Well, you almost beat me. <laughs> uh, you almost beat me. So there you go. I'll shoot you a link. All right, thanks, Potch. I appreciate that, buddy. Uh, hey, Revenge of the Chaz. Thank you, man. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's my office. It's just, I need to clean it. I love that this chair's here because then you guys don't see this pile of junk that I have back here in front of this TV. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. All right, let's get to some other topics. Let's break it down. I, uh, we're going to do Super Bowl in a sec, Low Huck. We're going to do Super Bowl. We got NBA trade, trade deadline out of the way. Let me make sure I didn't miss any more from the front page. Mavs trading Porzingis for Dinwiddie. Bucks acquire Ibaka Bagley to the Pistons. Bagley, Bagley to the Pistons. We got that. Raptors send Dragic, Dragic. God, I hate these f- names. So the Spurs for Young, we got that. Uh, Kiffin backtracks. We don't need to worry about that. No red flags. We don't need to worry about McDaniel. McDaniel just gets hired, gets his first coaching job. And somebody says, was it red flags because of the Brian Flores thing? And McDaniel says, no, I don't know. What you, what, what, red flags? What does that mean? Yeah, like he's going to confess. Oh, thank you, Stephen, the weather guy. Uh, if you guys don't know, for some of you watching maybe that aren't here in Houston, uh, the uh, I'm trying to get this out of the way here. Yeah, this is the new Sugarland Skeeters. They have changed from the Skeeters to the Space Cowboys. What? Go Space Cowboys! So I ordered this bitch, and uh, this is what pissed me off about ordering this shirt. So I, I, I'm like, you know what? I want to get some new swag. You guys know I try to have a cool t-shirt on this show all the time. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get some Sugarland Skeeters, Sugarland Space Cowboys swag. So I go to their website. They drop. Their shirts are out. I like that. Settle on this one. 20 bucks. I'm like, what a deal. $20 for a shirt. Let's go. I'll pay tax. A couple bucks shipping. $10. They charge 10 what am I doing? If you go to my website, if you go to, well, I don't do my own merch anymore, but I was like $2.50, $3. I'm leaving profit. Goddamn space cowboys out here. It's just high rate robbery. I hope he wears a bandana for a mask because they're out here robbing folks. Bullshit. Sugarland to spring is far. Yeah, it's 10 bucks to send something from the south side of Houston to the north side assholes and then you know what it came in a bag it didn't even come in like you know 
Oh, UPS certified with gloves and shit. They dropped that bitch in the in the mailbox in a bag like every other mail item you get. Uh, team account said, damn, he has that Mr. Nora money able to get some Sugarland swag. I mean, it's 30 bucks. I want the Space Cowboys hat, but now I got to find them because you can't see them. On- oh, okay. So they already sold out. That makes sense. Uh, Revenge of the Chaz said, what is the oddest bet that you'll have seen on this year's Super Bowl? I'm supposed to do that for the TV show. We're supposed to come up with weird prop bets that we would take. I don't know. Let's look it up. Let's go. Let's let's uh, let's venture out together, shall we? Let's see, Super Bowl. That's not how you spell bowl. Prop bets. Uh, the best prop bets. Do we want that? Do we want? I want all the prop bets. I don't want. I want all of them. Can we just get a list? Here's Bleacher Reports. Usually it's something ridiculous. Uh, did it come with a sticker? I don't even know. I just threw the shit away and, and went and ironed it for the show. I'll be honest with you. I don't even know if there was a sticker in there, to be honest with you. It does look like a Westworld character, by the way, Tony. It really does. What's the oddest bet that you'll have seen on this year's Super Bowl? I think the standard stuff seems... Some of these seem rigged, right? Like, if I'm a... if if Okay, who's singing the national anthem for the Super Bowl? That I don't know. Okay, I don't care. Let's just, let's assume, well, it won't be Aretha Franklin. Rest in peace. Also, they got to be out of there by March, so she wouldn't do it anyways. Um, I don't know. Let's just, okay, let's assume it's Beyonce. It won't be Beyonce. But, like, if I'm, if I'm in Beyonce's camp, I'm be like, girl, how long you going to take? Like, I'm watching rehearsals. It's like three minutes, 37 seconds. And they're like, over, under is three minutes. I'm going to take the over. I'm going to put a couple girl on it. I'm going to make some cash. Right? Like, I mean, the, the Gatorade that gets dumped on the coach, they bet on the color of that. I'm I'm totes going to be like, uh, all blue Gatorade on the sidelines for the Rams. No other color. It's all blue. And then I'm going to go back to, I'm going to get on my phone. And I'm going to bet uh, two, 2K on uh, Blue Gatorade getting dumped on Sean McVay. Now, if they lose, you don't get that. But So, Mickey? Is it Mickey or Mikey? Because I'm I'm seeing two of them here. I'm seeing Mickey Guyton. I'm seeing Mikey Guyton. Uh, Cece says some country girl. Is that? Okay, is she soul singer take the over? 100%. Uh, let's look up Mickey Guyton. Let's see here. Hold on. You guys got me all off track here. Mickey Guyton. Oh, I was, I gotta be honest. Wasn't expecting that. Go, go on ahead, sister. Boy, the NFL is all about two, two birds, one stone. Aren't they, Hugh Tex? Yeah, it's a woman. Thank you. I could clearly see that. Although it's 2022. I will say this, and this isn't, I'm not trying to be offensive here, folks, but in 2022, stop asking for teddy pics. Just maybe get a neck pick. I'm just looking for Adam's apples at this point. That's it. You text that Charlie Pride wasn't available. Uh, team account said famous for black like me. No idea what that is. Now, I, I, I will say that you got to give it to the NFL because the NFL is like, well, we're in crisis mode. And we're always operating in crisis mode. Uh, 
So, well, let's see. We got to check all the boxes, guys. It is February. It's Black History Month, so we need a black singer. Uh, we got a horrible reputation about how our players treat women. So we got to get a female. Uh, we can't alienate uh, half of the country, which is the South, and the goddamn rednecks down there. So we probably... Th- Holy shit, where are we going to find a black female country singer? And then she's like, I got you. Is there any other? I wonder if there's any other famous. I mean, I'm sure there are other uh, black female country singers. Is there any famous ones? Like, because she's obviously famous, even though I don't know who she is. She's she's apparently a big deal. You can always judge somebody's fame by their IG account. I don't know why that is. Me, super not famous. She has 195,000 followers. Her bio says, I'm a four-time Grammy-nominated baby mama and wife who won't just shut up and sing. Oh, oh, yeah. My new album, Remember Her Name, is out now. I dig this shit. And you know the NFL was like, thank you, National Anthem, Jesus. Yes. Thank you for this. Oh, my God. You just saved the league. You know they were like, thank goodness. Uh... People forget that Steve Young has three Super Bowl rings. This is a very... Demata, is this your account? Is this your burner? Lohuck is awesome, but he just... Or he or she just randomly spits out some rando shit out of nowhere. Cal said, I wouldn't have to ask for them if you would just send them to me. Titty picks or neck picks? Because, I mean, that's the only problem. Like, this is why you don't, don't date fat girls. You can't tell if they have an Adam's apple. All right, that was inappropriate. This is my problem. You guys can't really tell... See, if I sent you one, you'd be like, I don't know if Barry's a dude or a chick because his his neck hides it all. Yeah, that's how it goes. Also, my gut hides my dick. Okay. Uh, low hooks a he. Okay, gotcha. Mary, Mary singing the Black National Anthem. I don't know who that is. Oh, Mary. Okay. I was like, what is, what is happening right now? K. Michael, but she hasn't dropped her album yet. It says Amos. Dope. Dope. The only one, the only, you know that they were like, hey, guys, someone, you know when they were making the list, they were like, all right, we got to have black. Uh, we need uh, d- d- female. <sighs> Country. So I wonder if they were like, can we, uh, can we get Darius Rucker? He's not female. Can he act like a, okay, never mind. We'll just, we'll find a female. You know they were scouring the internet. Because let's be real, Roger Goodell and all these these old white dudes had no idea who Mickey Guyton was. They probably had to rely on some youngster within the NFL organization. Uh, last year they had a bet of what the weekend was opening up with halftime show. Oh, that's true. There is there. Yeah, there really is a bet for anything. Okay. Now that we had our squirrel moment, let's get back to the prop bets. Top prop bets include uh, MVP value bet. Odell Beckham at plus 2,800. <laughs> well, at plus 2,800, it might be worth 10 bucks. Although I think if, if Odell Beckham Jr. is going to be the MVP candidate, then that means Matthew Stafford probably had a pretty darn good game as well. So that would, that would blow that. 
Uh, Super Bowl LVI lock. Cooper Cup's longest reception over 29 and a half yards is minus 110. Uh, that's not that crazy, though. These aren't, I mean, these are just regular ass prop bets. I want, uh, here's a top long shot Ben Skoronic to score a touchdown plus 800. Okay. These aren't what I'm looking for. Bengals over one and a half field goals. I like that. Because that Rams D, yeah, that Rams D is, I love that D. Uh, I don't know. Somebody send me a goddamn list of prop bets. Please. Maybe Caitlyn Jenner can sing it sometime. <laughs> you dirty bitch, you. You. Uh, I bet Caitlyn, nope, you're not going to sucker me into a bunch of Caitlyn chat messages. Oh, kickoff temperature. Look at Steven, the weather guy. I dig that. Says it's supposed to be one of the warmest Super Bowls ever. In LA, no less. Okay, I dig it. All right, well, let's do this. Let's talk about your teams. Let's get a little preview action going. <laughs> I took the time to put this goddamn slide together, and by God, we're going to use it. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man. First of all, Rams favored by three and a half over under is 48. Now chat, let's talk about it for a second because I got to know before we get into the statistical breakdown, actually, you know what? Let's do the statistical breakdown and then we'll talk point spreads and who you got. And uh, if somebody finds me a link for um, prop bets, we can do that as well. Uh, also, by the way, don't forget, I have a guest joining me at 315. You're not going to want to miss this. I'll set it up for you in just a second. Uh, but here's how it shakes out statistically. The Rams are basically better in every category except rushing yards. The Bengals have 102 or averaging 102.5 yards per game. Rams uh, averaging 99. Other than that, the points scored, they're the same points allowed. Rams are a little bit better. Defensively, Rams are a lot better. Passing yards, fairly close. They're within five yards. But when you start getting into averages, it becomes a little bit different. Uh, Rams even win the turnover battle, plus two to zero. Rams are favored by three and a half. The over-under is 48. What I need to know is, do you like this? I've talked to a couple of people that bet, and a lot of folks aren't feeling good either way about laying just regular old scratch on the number. I was I was seriously considering taking the points. I was seriously considering, oh, you know what? Maybe, maybe I'll throw a couple bucks on the Bengals. Give me the points. But the more I think about it, the more I really like that Rams defense. And the more I really believe in that Rams defense, being able to put the kibosh on uh, Joey Burr and the Bengals. They have weapons. I get it. Uh, I also think it's going to be problematic for the Bengals O-line as, as much of a sieve as it has been. Uh, when you give up nine sacks in the playoffs, it's not a good outlook. And now you got to go face Aaron Donald, the, the best football player on the planet, maybe. And Von Miller. And you got Patrick Ramsey that can just lock up one-on-one on Jamar Chase and go, okay, somebody else can beat me. Or somebody else can beat us, but it's not going to be Chase because we'll put Ramsey on him. So I, all of that said, that's why I think I'm going to throw a few bucks on the Rams and give the three and a half. The consensus pick on ESPN, if you looked at it, was four, which means they actually think the Rams cover consensus-wise, not individually. So I like that. All right, coming up in a couple of minutes, I got a guess. No, it's not you, Kyle. 
Uh, it should be, but this is pretty. This is pretty cool. Let me explain who this guest is going to be here. They're going to be joining me at three fifteen. So um, I was watching. I was in El Paso last week on a gig, and um, while I was there, uh, I was watching some uh, Rambo movies. And I I mentioned on Twitter that just Rambo doesn't hold up. It's a shit show. It was an it was an awful series. Every Rambo sucked. Now, back then, okay. But now you like listen to the sound effects and the dialogue. What dialogue? Exactly. Just like screaming and it's just, it was awful. Every Rambo was awful. So I tweeted that out and Shock and I, Mike Liebeshock, my buddy, who I do sports right with on Tuesdays and Thursdays, uh, started talking about the fact that, um, yeah, what ran, what what Stallone movie actually holds up? And I was like, yeah, you're right. No Stallone movie holds up. And then uh, I got a tweet out of nowhere from an account called the Rocky and Creed series podcast. And they were like, yeah, why don't you think again? And I was like, yeah, I got nothing. I got nothing. I can't think of an, uh, not a single one. He was like, hello, we're the Rocky and Creed podcast. I was like, yeah, I got nothing. So then I thought, you know what? What better uh, idea for a debate if my my pure unadulterated hatred for Sylvester Stallone and the and the and and all the movies that he makes, save for the softcore porn movie that he made. I'm a pretty big fan of that. Uh, but I thought, okay, so I invited Ryan, who is one of the hosts of the Rocky and Creed series podcast, Ryan Rebalkin, to come on the show, and he's going to be joining me here in a couple of minutes. To talk about this very thing. So we're going to argue. For, you know, not the whole show. 10-15 minutes I told him. He's going to tell me why I'm an idiot. I'm going to tell him why he's an idiot. So it should be a lot of fun. Uh, he is a staunch. A staunch Stallone and Rocky fan. Although he said he does call it like he sees it. It's a three person podcast. Uh, make sure you go follow him. At GTD. Rocky podcast at GTD Rocky podcast. The Rocky and Creed series podcast uh, is where it is. Tango and cash is good. No. So yeah. Soft pour. Yeah. That's an old school reference there. Joe pro um, Rocky three was great. No, 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 no. None of these, none of these, you guys are dumb demolition, man. Stupid. Um, all right, real quick, one last Super Bowl thing, and then we're gonna we're gonna get. Uh, let me just make sure he's here. Here, let's see, Ryan. I yes, I see you, Ryan. All right, hang tight. Just one second, I'll get you added. Cool. Um, assuming Ramsey shuts down Chase, you're betting on Mixon and Higgins outscoring the Rams. Don't like that scenario. Yeah, that's part of the reason why I kind of changed at the last second here because I almost sent some money in, put it on the Bengals, and took the points and thought I just at the end of the day. If I have to believe in any of these, un there's there's a lot of unknowns in the Super Bowl, right? Joe Burrow, we don't know what he's going to do. We know he's a cool customer, but this is his first Super Bowl. The Bengals haven't been here in forever. How is Jamar Chase going to do? What is Joe Mixon going to do? What is that Bengals defense going to do? What is that offensive line going to do for the Bengals? Are they going to hold up? We don't know how Matthew Stafford is. He's a, a question in the playoffs, even though he's played well. But the one thing we do know is that Aaron Donald and and Vaughn Miller and Patrick Ramsey are three of the better defenders in football, and that's pretty solid. And I think at the end of the day, the reason I'm putting my money on the Rams is because of those three guys and that defense. What's up, Pingo Katie? Okay, all that said, that's enough sports for now. It's time to argue, goddammit. It's time to... 
it's time. I'll probably lose, by the way. I'm probably going to lose this argument, and I'm fully resigned to that fact. And I feel like the chat is about to, uh, about to uh, attack me uh, unmercifully because of this. <laughs> Joining me on the program right now from the Rocky and Creed series podcast, this is Ryan Rabonkin. Ryan, how are you, buddy? <laughs> Good, Barry. What's going on? What's up, man? I have been looking forward to this. Now, I gave, I don't know if you were on when I was giving the explanation about how this all came about, but I was watching, I was on the road uh, watching Stallone's old Rambo movies. It was awful. I tweeted that. And I, I'm assuming it was you because we were the one having the conversation, but you were like, not all of his movies are bad. Now, explain to me what the Rocky and Creed series podcast is and how it came about. I'm going to put some stuff on the screen to promote it. I, I'm a terrible oh, host. Sure. But, but while I do no. that, please explain to me and everyone watching all the millions, the hundreds of thousands of, there's probably like 40, um, but all of the thousands of people that are watching how this, how your podcast came about. Sure, no problem. I started the podcast, the Rocky Series podcast, about five years ago. And the intention was I enjoyed listening to podcasts. And I was like, you know what? I feel like I can talk about stuff. And I don't want to talk about anything. I want to talk about something that I know. So I'm absolutely a Rocky fan, fanatic. And you know how people geek out on Star Wars, Star Trek, and what have you? That's me with Rocky, you know, with the Rocky franchise. And okay. uh so I'm like, I can, I can talk about Rocky with very little preparation. Let's be honest. It's, you know, I don't want to spend a lot of time. It's just a hobby. It's a hobby. It's fun. And I started with my brother and I've now have two different co-hosts five years later, my brother, which went on to other things. And those co-hosts are Katie and Kyle. And yeah, we basically have broken down the whole franchise. We're on Creed 2 right now, which is our eighth season. We have done every film, broke them, broken down the film to talk about it. We've done interviews. I've interviewed people from the franchise. Really? Made some friends. Yeah, I've made friends off and on, online, you know, uh, with this. Uh, yeah, it, it's been a wonderful community of people, uh, interviews, uh, episodes, you name it. Yeah. Now, is this is the plan to continue this indefinitely? Or are you like, once we get through all the breakdowns and reviews, we're going to call it and maybe we'll go on to something else? Great question. It's actually a very... Uh, Pointing the question because it's happening right now. We're almost done Cree 2. And uh, because Katie and Kyle, they're great co-hosts. And when I first started podcasting, well, I probably I probably still suck. But when I first started, I really sucked. And we all I, did. <laughs> yeah, and I want to go back and kind of revamp or reboot. So the podcast is actually going to be rebooted. It's going to be called One More Round, the Rocky oh, Series Podcast. You, yeah. You yeah, I know. Clever titles, guy. eh? Yes. Yeah. So we'll be uh, redoing Rockies one through six with Katie and Kyle because um, I think we've hit our stride on how we're doing the show and and our listeners kind of want us to do it again and revisit those films. But I'm also speaking of Rambo, we're gonna get to Rambo. I'm also launching this spring, hot off the press, man. It's called oh, it's news. called it's a, a, this is breaking news. You ready? Hold you on, have I don't a, have a. Uh, I'll just do it. Hold on. There you go. Yeah, this is a breaking news. It's called it's uh, it's called it's a long road. The Rambo series podcast. So that's launching this spring, and I'll be doing the same treatment that I do with uh, with the Rocky films. I do with the Rambo with the Rambo franchise, but unlike the Rocky, I won't have a set co-host. I'm going to have probably a set rotating sets of co-hosts because I've made a lot of friends with the Rocky franchise uh -huh. podcast. So I want to uh, now invite all those friends, and we're just I'm going to have rotating guests and 
Barry, by all means, if you want to guess on one of these episodes, oh, I'd love to have you on. I can think of nothing better. That, I mean, you know, if you just need somebody to come on and shit on the entire concept of the podcast wow. based on the movies, I'm your guy. Sure. Like, they're, they're awful. And we'll get to it. But I, I got to know this before we do. And But I'm joking. I would love to do. I would love to come on. No, I know. I, I could take Anything. it. Trust me. I've... Um, But how does it? And maybe this is an inappropriate question to ask to uh, our neighbors from the north. You are in Canada, correct? Mm hmm. Correct. OK. Born and raised in Canada. Yes. How, yeah, I'm from I, uh, British Columbia, Canada. It's right above Seattle is where I live. I feel like Rocky is a very American Americana, right? I mean, for God's sakes, they have a statue of his. Uh, it's not even a real human being, but yet they mm -hmm. made a statue of his ass in Philly. You go up, I trust, and I, my stupid ass has been to Philly. I stood on the steps, I did the hands thing. I realized I have a square body and need to work out when I did it, but I, I've been through the whole thing. It's fascinating to me how, 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 how enamored that city is with a fake mm -hmm. character. But how does sure. someone in Canada fall in love with Rocky? It seems you ever heard of Disneyland? You ever, you ever heard of Disneyland? Yeah, yeah, it rings a bell. <laughs> yeah, well, people go there by the millions, and they're okay. all fake characters because they because they feel good. It makes them feel good. Gotcha. It's a place of joy and happiness. And so, uh, well, my argument with the Rocky statue, because you're not bringing up something. No offense, you're not bringing up something that's not new. Sure, uh, people sure, have sure. De derailed and yeah uh, about that. But what my response to that is, it might be the character isn't a real person. You're right, the Rocky character. It doesn't exist. You can't go knock on Rocky Balboa's door. Right. But it was created by a real person. And Stallone's vision of the character and of the films have actually inspired and uh, given people like real inspiration in life to overcome a lot of obstacles. And those things are real. So the character isn't real, but what people have felt and experienced is real. So whatever the genesis of that feeling or of that inspiration can't be denied. And it's you don't have to like the films. That's fine. But you can't deny the influence and the power that the image of that statue and of the franchise is given to millions of people. So maybe put like a, I don't know, put a meme out there or a, or a diary where someone wrote how they were inspired. But just a, they actually spin there are. They, Oh, there are. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, there are. I mean, people talk about it all the time. Here's the thing. They, look, if, if people have to be explained that it's not a real character, that's on them. The statue? Oh, my God. Whoa. Jeez. So here's the thing. Like I, I hear you. Like, isn't there? A, there, there's a lot of different. Uh, I don't know. Artwork. It's just a piece of art, right? It's actually a real bronze. Like I forget what it's made out of, but it's a real metal. I forget the metal. I actually interviewed the daughter of the uh, creator of that statue. Really? Uh, Stallone actually. Po yeah, uh, Stallone posed for that for a couple weeks at the guy's house, and uh, oh, it's shit. it. Yeah, originally the museum hated, and I understand that you're probably team museum on this. They hated the idea of what they considered a rocky prop, is that what they called it? But it's an actual artwork. It's a real statue and it's a real art creation now again you don't have to like the films but denying the artistic value of this thing is one thing and i would say more people have probably have entered that library because of that statue than anything else let's be honest it's a great advertisement for that library uh let's be honest people in philly can't read i feel like That's about uh, hey i'm not gonna go after philly i mean like five percent he can't read he <laughs> Rocky can't read. He could he he, he couldn't read until he couldn't read until Rocky Part Two, sort of, and he got better reading by Rocky Three. <laughs> That's outstanding. Here, ah. okay. So I got to know why is this franchise? Let's let uh, okay. We can start with so this your your podcast is really more Rocky and Creed. My beef is really more with just Stallone in general. 
And yeah, I, I'm getting that feeling. Where does that come from? Um, I think if you're to me, there's no like really redeeming qualities of his works. It's interesting. It's, it, and and the point was is it doesn't hold up. Like even if I watch Rocky now. It does nothing. It doesn't move me. I, and I've I've not even seen mm. all the Rockies because after two, I think I checked out. I was like, yeah, I'm done with this. I don't I don't need sure. to see this anymore. Um, the same yeah. thing with the Rambo's. And then, but I'm, as I go back and watch these, some movies hold up, withstand the test of time. And when you consider classics, mm. when you consider movies that, if you're going to make statues of, they need to hold up. And I just don't feel it now. Well, his, his I think the argument is held up pretty good. I, I feel like that's Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, party kitty and studs. Yeah, we love that. I, I but did a breakdown uh, on the radio once of it. It was pretty interesting. Oh. Yeah, we haven't reviewed it yet. One day it's going to be our final oh, film you, review will be that one. Oh, it's amazing. It's the be- it'll be the most fun you have. It's uh it's a uh, it will be the most it probably will be the most fun. Uh like on our show, I just want to make it clear we when it comes to the films, like we're fans of the franchise and of Stallone himself, of course, as an artist, not as a person. Like we don't fanboy the individual. Everyone's made mistakes. He's uh, made his fair share throughout his life. I think he's much more humble now than he was when he was in his thirties and forties. As a seventy five year old man, I think he's actually quite humble and more wise than he ever has been. But uh, in his in his thirties and forties, at those yeah, he was conceited and arrogant by his own admission. He was those things, and that translated to a lot of his films, some of his quality of films. Um, but we don't we don't just fanboy about the films. We do criticize them where applicable. We call out the stuff that doesn't make sense. We call out all the just like anything. It's a, it's a it's a true review show. Mm-hmm. Uh, the things that are good, we talk about. The things that are bad, we talk about. Um, but to answer your question about or to your to uh, go to your comment about not aging well i find that interesting i think it's i think you might be the minority doesn't mean your opinion is wrong it's yours and that's that's fine to you uh but funny enough the movies do age quite well i think in many ways but that's okay because there's no cgi in these films and things things like that so in some ways these films can be timeless because they're other than some of the wardrobe choices yes the the message of a million to one shot doing your best going the distance Ah. again this is what has inspired millions of people uh throughout the years it's just an endless message of inspiration and hope and i think people just latch on to that you see this down in his luck guy with a heart of gold yeah he's not the smartest he's not the strongest he's not the fastest he's not the brightest but it's it's the film franchise where nice guys don't finish last. But even even then, he still has his problems and has his issues and has his shortcomings. And I think it's just relatable. So let me ask you: Do you not? The I think the beef that I have, the problem that I have with all of these major films that Stallone has done, and I haven't seen all of his movies. I'm just not a fan. But I think when he writes them, when you, you can tell that this isn't a guy that's going to explore the depths of each character. And you know what I mean? Like it's it, this, the, I, I guess if I were to give you my elevator pitch of why a lot of this doesn't resonate with me is it is entirely too formulaic, mm. basic and simple. Right. It, so it, to me, it was written, produced, directed and acted by a basic and simple guy who didn't explore that. Like, you know, exactly what was going to happen. Right. Like, I mean, you knew, if I of the Tiger wasn't such a great song, I don't even know if it's a great movie. Like it just, it was so, you knew exactly. And, and you know, when I realized that when I was watching Rambo, I was like, this is, this is way too basic. This is way too simple. The, we know exactly what's going to happen every time. 
throw out a few mm-hmm. cheesy lines, sure. a bunch of screaming when you're shooting, and that's it. And it was like, okay, there's no, I don't know. Tell me I'm wrong. Right, and okay, well. Uh... Well, I, again, I'm not going to say that you're wrong. Your opinions are yours, and no, that's. Tell me I'm wrong. Stop I, being a polite Canadian and tell me I'm a fucking idiot. I, <laughs> no, no, you're not at all. No, I. Art, art is supposed to do that. I don't think art should uh, be agreed by everyone, or else it's not special to anybody. It's special to me, and I, I understand. Look, all the criticisms, I understand, and what you're experiencing isn't wrong. It's they're not they're not complicated stories, not at all. I think it's just when you combine, again, the character of Rocky with his heart of gold, tough guy persona, and then the music swells and all this stuff. So it is simple, but what Stallone, the genius of what he's done is he's created something that a, a large population could tap into and enjoy, whether it's the Ramble films or the Rocky films. He figured it out. And I think now you're not doing this, but Hollywood, a lot of Hollywood is jealous of Stallone because he created his own empire. The guy's worth half a billion dollars. Really? And he hasn't That's had a box. Insane. Yes, he is. He, well, shit. exactly. And, you know, he's he's a guy that created his own success. But even throughout his successes, he's had straight to video, de- you know, uh, movies. He's, uh, you know, uh, scripts haven't gone to his house. And so when those moments came, he just rewrote another film. He wrote Rocky Balboa, the sixth Rocky film, when nobody was calling his name. He's like, I'm going to reinvent myself again in the 60s. Like This guy just keeps doing the impossible. And I think people find that kind of thrilling interesting that him as the creator he never gets put down for the count and now i don't know if you watched the show yellowstone or heard of that show yellowstone i've i've not watched it but i've heard of it okay so it's, it's a critical darling it's a it's mm-hmm. well it's a beautiful show it's amazing well the creator of that show taylor sheridan has just tapped stallone. stallone created it. i was gonna be like oh geez. no no but what i'm getting at is he's been tapped even the emphaticness he, of the no he's not that smart he could never create something so beautiful no people have to stop confusing rocky and stallone is the same uh, iq level stallone is actually quite intelligent wait oh i thought you i thought you were just gonna say in general i'm like they, you can't build a statue and then tell me not to confuse the two they basically have it, an entire city so but no, like yeah, no, he's no, gotcha. he he's gotcha. he's he's like that's the thing. At the end of the day, you can't. Or let me go back to Yellowstone. So Yellowstone creator Taylor Sheridan's tapped Stallone to star in another uh, series that he's creating about the mafia, which I'm really excited about because he's going to play an aging mob guy. I think I I'm going to put money where my mouth is. I think this is going to garner some critical like kind of like a late Clint Eastwood type stuff uh aging star attention for Stallone so I'm really excited for that adventure for him right now but this guy here's why I think it might be good sure he's not writing it he's not producing oh it. stop it he's not directing it all they're gonna say is read these lines and go be an actor oh, stop. and I think that gives it okay. a fighting chance okay let me rebuttal that then let me okay. rebuttal that so the stuff that Stallone has written and directed is his most successful box office stuff that he's ever that he's ever been known for. I won't for. deny the but success. I won't deny then the that's success. Then, then at the end of the day, you're right. So you don't have to enjoy it. But look, I don't like a it band to say, good. I'm going to pick stuff that's successful well, is good and stuff that's good. You don't think successful. it's good. Well, yeah, I'm, you don't of course, think it's my good. opinion, but I'm saying like there are a ton of movies and series and songs sure. and anything like you said in art and entertainment. Right. Just because it's good doesn't mean it's going to be a hit or be a success. And just because it is a success doesn't mean it's good. Right. I would say, but here's the thing I, I hear you, but I think the only arguments against what you're saying and what makes Rocky and even Rambo to some degree, but what makes Rocky unique is its longevity is that mm-hmm. it's still in the psyche of people today people aren't 
clamoring for um, I don't know, you know, like Nickelback, for example. Let's just say that they have they've sold tens of hundreds of millions of albums or whatever. Yeah. It's like tens of millions of albums. So it's like yeah. Now exactly. I'm not a Nickelback fan. Exactly. I'm not going to slag them. Yeah, but they're hugely popular. They they sell out where they go. They've got a lot of great number one singles, number one albums. But what I'm getting at, even with them, people aren't clamoring to see where did Nickelback record their first album. Like people aren't clamoring for that location. And so what makes Rocky, for whatever reason, something special about him or about the character and about the film franchise is that people are actually like you, like you mockingly did with the stairs, but people actually take no, vacation. Like, legit into and, it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, even there, even though. So that's what that's what's exciting about. There's something different about this franchise. People aren't even going to like. So people are going to this location for real like enjoyment and and, uh, and thrill and almost like a. It's like the holy mecca of the Rocky character. I understand that, but they're going there to say, "Hey, thanks, Sly, and thanks, Rocky character, for getting me through some hard times, making me feel good, uh, getting me pumped up, making me motivated." All these. I think that's the difference is that for some reason, this film franchise, despite its simplicity, it's not like it's, it's going to alter the universe. Individually speaking, people for years have drawn inspiration and encouragement and uh, enjoyment that few franchises can claim. So let me ask you this. Uh, you, you make great points. Uh, well put, uh, well thought out and valid. <clears throat> what do you hate though? What don't you like? Uh, in the about the Rocky uh, franchise? In, no, in the art and entertainment world. Like if you, if I were to, okay, a prime example, you were probably going to be like, that's the dumbest movie I've ever seen. Uh, I am a huge fan of the movie Tommy Boy. Like that is my favorite movie. Sure. <laughs> See, you just. It's all coming together now. It's all coming together now. <laughs> you're just too nice to go up, just to come out and say, that's the stupidest fucking movie ever made, Laminek. Why are you watching that? That like, but yeah, you basically did in the most polite way possible. It's all coming together. I'm, I love Tommy Boy. So that's you, great. I yeah. mean, what? Do, but it's what a comedy. Do you, it, it does. Does it make you laugh? Of course. Yeah. Well, Every that's what time. I mean. So it was. It, yeah. And I love Adam Sandler movies. We're probably about the same age. I. Uh, I don't know how old you are. Or how old you think I am? I was born in seventy five. So. Oh Jesus! No, I was born in seventy five. Great. Yeah. I'm four. Yeah, I was born in seventy four. <laughs> Holy shit! There you go. Yeah. You look ten years well, you look younger great than too. me. Fucking Canadian man. Oh well, thanks. Man. Yeah. All the snow but, keeps you frozen and wrinkle yeah. free. Uh, but yeah, what it's, uh, like, what, what don't you like? There's gotta be something you don't like, Ryan. You can't just go through life. be like, everything is great. No, uh, no, no, you no, no. I'm not like that. You hate and pronounce <laughs> it right now in this show. And it can't be like vegetables. I don't want to hear that bullshit. I want something in the art or entertainment. Tell me you hate Nickelback. I don't give a shit. You've got to hate something. Everybody well, hate's does. an interesting word because hate oh. it would define some sort of a you know, listen to me, listen to me. Because it means I have some sort of emotional attachment to it. I don't yeah. I don't well, I don't look, I don't yeah, listen I don't, to I don't I don't listen to Duckle Back, but I don't hate them. I, but I don't care enough sleep to sleep because Rocky because you have a Rocky no, I know you're not. or anything like that. I'm just saying like there's stuff that I look at and go, Jesus, that's uh, awful. I don't I don't want to and I say hate, yeah. I mean I don't mean I know, like, I know. hate like I'm like fuck like, uh, What's something you okay, dislike I, or think is bad? 
And boy, if you say okay, Tommy boy, music, this uh, interview is no, over. no, no, no. <laughs> no I, I, I enjoyed. Uh, I love Chris Farley. Are you kidding me? So okay. I was a huge uh, Saturday Night Live fan. Of, uh, Chris Farley's the, the the man. I love him so much, okay. and uh, he's piece. terribly missed. Yes, of course. So yeah, he's yeah. There, there. There's our United thing right there. I, lo- I love him. Um, boy, but I, I don't really know if I. Man, I hate that's a. See, that's, look, I should have come prepared. Chat, from the chat, Ryan. Uh, Total Dallas in the mm. chat said, "I don't like musicals." Okay, Fair you enough. know, I was actually thinking that. Who said that? Total Dallas, one of the guys in the chat. Okay, you know what? So that's a good point. I I don't clamor and I don't watch musicals. So there you go. So you I, do hate, I hate them? No, I see you can't. You can't do. You're too nice. You just can't say well, you hate or you extremely dislike. You just you can't. Okay, I'll right. tell you what I I'll tell you what I hate. I, I hate I well this got nothing to entertain, but I I don't like jerks. I don't like assholes. So you, people you that are just, just actually You can just say No, that you're not that at all. <laughs> no, you are not that. That's trust me, I could tell one when I and I mean that. So there you go. Mean people suck. And I mean that. So yeah. I actually I people that are just anti just don't be a dick. So oh that, God, honestly, yes. that's the only thing that get that's the only thing that gets my uh you know I don't care what political side you're on whether you're vax anti-vax what I don't care about all these things that's the, that's I just want peace in life I want everyone to be different I want everyone to have a good time but the whole like just like yeah so there you go you want to get my get me ranted up I'm so tired of uh, jerks in my life like I said I'm 46 years old I've I, I've been in I'm in the military for 18 years right now and nice. you know. So the hardest part about my job in general, or any job, or life in general, whether it's a neighbor, coworker, or jerks. So there you go. Am, I don't know. I really wanted to say, <laughs> Amos in the chat said, "Stop hate shaming him, Barry." Okay, okay. I'm not hate shaming. I'm trying to get him to admit what he. Okay, and I accept your answer. I'm not like, no, you got to pick. Also, I don't know if I was supposed to thank you for your service because you're Canadian, and I don't know how that works. Like, if you were American, I think you're allowed to thank. You're allowed. I just I just think you can't thank uh, the Chinese for their service. I think that's what it is. <laughs> North Koreans. I'm in the North Korean army. Thank you for your service and trying thank to bring down the thank world. <laughs> Thanks, Russia, for your service. No, I, yeah, I'm just, I can, okay. I don't know. I don't know how it works, but I'm somebody in the we're part. We're we're aligned. You we're aligned. We work with you guys, so we should be okay. thanking okay. each other. Absolutely. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, if we're allies. Like, we are allies. The U.S. and Canada. Just so you know. The, the U.S. and Canada and Britain, there's a lot of a lot of countries are the good, well, quote unquote, the good guys. We're we're aligned at least. We're aligned. Okay. Someone in my chat just said I'm a disgruntled Canadian. No, I'm not. I'm not at all. No, I'm I don't think so. No. I think you're doing great. I think I'm you're doing nice great enough to be Canadian. I think we've established that. Ryan, this was a lot of fun. Hey, you're, Thank you for doing this. Uh, do you watch no the problem. Super Bowl at all? I mean, this is a sports and entertainment show. Do you? Uh, you? Uh, you a football fan? American? Is that is that fan? where a music perform? Is that where a music performance happens and a football game breaks out? I think I've heard of that thing. <laughs> okay. See, this is finally we got the Canadian to be mean about something, <laughs> and it had to be American football. Not a not an American football fan. Are you talking about the league where uh, all the players oh uh, stay out of trouble and just live a good, clean life and have a fun playing football? Is that the one? There's no problems there. Everyone's getting along. And... You, uh, you a CFL fan? You a Canadian <laughs> no. football league? Hockey. I just watch hockey. Oh, so. just hockey. That's it? No, well, it's not because no I don't baseball. like football. I just don't have time. I just don't have time. Like, I, I picked one sport. I can only follow one sport, one team, and then you're too busy I just don't have time. 
going all over the internet trying to defend awful Sylvester Stallone franchises. I understand. Yeah, yeah. it's an endless, lot. endless task <laughs> and a thankless job. Right? This was a lot yeah, of fun, very man. thankless. I really, I really appreciate this, dude. Thank you for coming on. This is exactly what I wanted it to be. It was a lot of fun. You are a great dude. Thanks for being a great Thanks, sport. Man. And uh, I, yeah, course. anytime you want to bring me on and make fun of me and like, guys, look at this stupid American. Uh, happy to do it, man. I'd love to join you. No, no, you guys do that yourself. I don't have to push that. Uh, it, it, it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Ryan Falcon of the GTD Rocky podcast on Twitter. Make sure you go follow. Make sure you go listen to the podcast if you're a fan. Uh, Ryan, man, thank you so much, dude. I really appreciate it. All right, that is it. There you go. That was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that. That's a great dude right there. I'm so glad. He, was, he started messing with me on... Uh, on Twitter, and I was like, "Yeah, I gotta get this guy on because he's a lot of times when you do something like that, the guests tend to just kind of roll over, you know. Like if I, I can be kind of pushy and dominate, domineering on the microphone, I'm not shy, but I like that he was just like, "No, you're a moron. You have dumb takes. Let's talk about it." I I dug that. I really appreciate Ryan joining me. That was a lot of fun. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Yes, Barry hates Sylvester Stallone movies. That's it. That is the gist of the whole thing. Uh, yeah. There, oh, look, he's right here. Uh, Sonar Ops, Subhunter. Yeah, I probably should have asked. I, I didn't. Uh, super long name. That's why I didn't show up on YouTube. But going the distance, the Rocky Series podcast. Go follow you guys. Go support. Y'all know how we do over here. Y'all know how we do on this show, in this community. That's how uh, a lot of you guys have been introduced to a lot of new and interesting uh, podcasts and shows. So, yeah, if that's your thing, do it. Uh, there you go. Juan wants to just follow him on Twitter. Dope. That's what I like to hear. That is what I like to hear. Networking. Uh, oh, and he tweeted it out. Appreciate you, homie. Okay, so let's uh, let's talk a little uh, hockey. <laughs> just kidding. We don't care down here. Um, Cherry said, hold up. Hold up. Wait a minute. I've never seen Rocky or Rambo. Okay. I'm not, I'm not, you're not really missing anything. I'm not upset by that. So Barry hates abstinence. I've never even met abstinence. So I don't even know why uh, she's at, she's a, she's a singer, right? From uh, France. I think it is. I don't know. Is she singing at the Super Bowl? Uh, Joel said, interesting interview. Oh, no, that was super fun for me. I, I enjoyed that uh, wholeheartedly. That was a lot of fun. Barry hates overweight gas station attendants. Fact. Big fact. That lady in El Paso can suck it. 100%. 100%. 100 Okay. Um, what were we going to talk about? I got to find my rundown here, folks. Here we go. As if today's show hasn't been controversial enough. Actually, this week hasn't been controversial enough. Uh, we got NBA trade deadline out of the way. If you missed it, go back and watch the replay on YouTube. Uh, by the way, if you haven't subscribed, make sure you subscribe on YouTube. If you haven't followed on Twitch, make sure you hit that follow button. It's free to follow, bitches. Come on and do it. Uh, if you're, oh, what, I, I missed everybody on Podbean. I hope you guys didn't have questions for Ryan. I apologize. Chris says Ryan hates me. Okay. Everybody hates you, Chris. Uh, did Barry just get punked by a Canadian? 100%. 100% I just got punked by a Canadian on my own show. That's true. Um, no, I don't hate rich people, Amos. Not at all. All right, let's talk a little bit about this story. A, a former PGA golfer 
is in some hot water for saying something sexist. Now, anybody that's watched this show, anybody that has been a fan of mine and radio or Twitch or whatever, stand up. You guys know socially where I stand. So this is probably going to surprise you a bit with what I'm going to tell you and the discussion we're going to have. But I have always said, I have always said we have got to, we have got to have some rationalization about our anger. We cannot just get angry over shit that where there's no reason to be angry. Okay. And that's kind of the rut we're in right now. If we're all being honest, CC said, he said what I always said. Thank you, CC. So XPGA tour golfer, Mark lie has been fired by Sirius XM after quote sexist comments about the WNBA, uh, about the female basketball association, not the FBA, it's the women's national basketball association. And this was Mark lies quote. I already said, you know, that LPGA tour to me is a completely different tour than it was 10 years ago. You couldn't pay me to watch. You really couldn't because I couldn't relate at all. It's kind of like, you know, if you're a basketball player and I'm not trashing anybody, please don't take it the wrong way. But I saw some highlights of ladies basketball, man. Is there a gun in the house? I'll shoot myself before I watch that. So he was fired for that statement. Uh, Sean said, I don't know why he said it. He had to know that was coming. Sean, I have said way worse about women's basketball, way worse on this show, on the radio. Behan said, not a good look, but here's the thing. What is sexist about this? Folks, there's nothing sexist about that. Is it ignorant? Is it short-sighted? Is it like coming out and saying every every Stallone movie is terrible? Yeah, it's a stupid statement. It's a dumb take, but it's not sexist. Let me explain to you the difference in what Mark Lye said as just being his opinion, right or wrong, and sexism. Mark Lye said, I don't want to watch that. I have said over and over and over, I don't want to watch the WNBA. It doesn't appeal to me. The, uh, the, the chest passes and the layups and the no thanks. No thanks. Not my thing. I also don't want to watch soccer because it's boring as shit with the running around and the flipping and the flopping and the kicking and the missing and the one to nothings and the ties. No thanks. Not my thing. Does that make me sexist against dudes that play soccer? I actually like female soccer uh, when women's national team is playing more than the dudes. But the fact of the matter is just because you don't like the product and you can't, I can't relate to soccer just like I can't relate to the LPGA and I cannot relate to women's basketball. I don't like it. I don't. But that is a preference and not sexism. And here is where I stand on this. And here is why I think the internet and Sirius XM got it wrong. If Mark Lye would have said women should not be playing basketball. They should not allow these women to go out there and play basketball because they suck. 
That, ladies and gentlemen, is sexist. But to say you don't like it because you just don't like the product is not sexist. Ignorant? Sure. But just like we talked about earlier in the week, there is a big difference between saying something racist and being a racist. Huge difference. Just like there's a huge difference here. Now, should he have been reprimanded? Should he have been like, uh, bro, you can't just be like, oh, I wish there was a gun in the house. I'd like to shoot myself as opposed to watching the WNBA. Yeah, you're probably going to get in trouble for that. You probably are. But to be fired and to be labeled a sexist because you just said you didn't like the product, you would rather shoot yourself in the face with a loaded gun than to watch chicks play basket. That's not sexist. That's not sexist. It's it's just not. Now, this was what he said after the fact. They said Lied tried to defend himself on Twitter and somehow claimed that his comment didn't, quote, make me a sexist in any way. This is what he said on Twitter. The fact that I can't relate to WNBA does not make me sexist in any way. All you haters should listen to the whole segment where I completely glorified women's golf which I love to cover. Thanks for listening. 69-year-old, 69, all right. Uh, Also replied to several people on Twitter on Tuesday to uh, continuing to try to defend himself. He said, I was terminated about comments made about the WNBA, which I apologized for the next statement. Well, now there's the rub. It's like we were talking about with Rogan earlier. There's no forgiveness. If you know you said something that's going to be bad, it's like I said, like people like, oh, they're just canceling Joe Rogan for no reason. No, he said some awful shit. And he, uh, and he owned it. But he said it. So you can't say that it was for nothing if if that person is coming out and apologizing. So again, was it appropriate? Was it mean? Was it mean spirited? Yes, all of those things are true. Was it sexist? No. Ignorant? Yes. And I just, I just, this is part of the issue that we are struggling with right now as we continue to try to evolve as a society and find ourselves as a society and become more tolerant as a society. It becomes more like, what's the line? What is okay? What's not okay? I'm going to tell you right now, a lot of people are struggling with that. Now, see, this is a much more sexist type statement right here. Flip said, I was about to say WNBA needs to dress like lingerie football, but then I thought about it. Now, that has that's way more sexist than what Mark Lye said. And that's not an okay statement, Flip. You can't. I mean, I, I know you guys want to have fun and, and, and do your jokes, but you just absolutely cannot. It's not okay. That's not okay. That's not an okay joke, Flip. I have to constantly tell you, you've got to chill with that stuff. Can't do it. That's just not okay. Uh, this is true, Shelby. This is true. Flip does say some inappropriate and dumb shit. Flip. No, we know what you meant. We know what you said. Um, CC. 
<laughs> I love CC. Yeah, I don't see anything wrong with what Flip said. No, CC, <clears throat> it's not okay. There's that line, right? There's that, what's the line between sexist, not sexist? What's the line between racist, not racist? What's the line between all this? And I don't know the answers. I just have opinions. But I just don't think what Mark, I think what Mark Light did was wrong. Should he have been fired? Look, what was the dude's name that called him nappy head hoes? I don't know why Don Lemon's head. It's not Don Lemon. He's he's a black dude on CNN. Don Imus? Was it Don Imus that said that ignorant ass statement? Stuff like that where you're literally saying something racist and sexist and feeding into negative stereotypes. Like those are the things you should be reprimanded and fired for. But saying I cannot watch the WNBA, I just don't like it. It's awful to me. Oh, I would rather shoot myself in the face than watch it. I'm going to tell you right now, bitches, I feel the same way about the WNBA and soccer and most of the Olympics this year and hockey most of the time, unless we get to the playoffs in a game seven and a lot of shit. A lot of shit. But this man lost his job over it. And then he feels like he has to go out and defend himself. And I'm just sorry. I just, too far. And F1? I would rather shoot myself in the face than watch Formula One. 100%. And that's the point I'm trying to make about this. It's, it's, it's the, 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 again, it's we're we're, we're blurring the line between intent, reality and perception. And that sucks. (laughs) Dimata said, how did I know that was coming? Dimata, I didn't even think of F1, to be honest with you. I'm literally, not literally, but I'm seriously thinking about uh, trying to sit down and watch this season and just see what happens. Just see if I become a fan. Let's just see. Don't hold me to it. Don't hold me to it. Uh, Revenge of the Chaz said, if that's true, how is right-wing TV allowed to still be around? This is very sexist and racist. FYI, I hate the left too. Fuck both sides. Okay. Fair enough. Who just followed? Damn it. It was blocked. Who just followed? Rusetti, thank you for the follow. I'm sorry your name didn't appear up there. Uh, send me a chat message. I'll throw it up there. People can see. Uh, Valley Grower said, I can't get enough of auto racing. Well, you can have mine. Okay. It's so bad. Hey, let's watch these dudes drive in a circle. Oh, boy. Circles. Actually, it's an oval. It's an oval. I stand corrected. It's an oval. Uh, Rossetti said, where are you from? Houston, Texas, born and raised this, this fine program right now being broadcast live from the Biffnet studios right here in spring, Texas, but it's a suburb North of Houston, Texas. So I am in Houston, Rossetti. Where are you? Where are you right now? I'm from Spain. That's dope, man. Welcome in Rossetti. Welcome in. Uh, 
I'm sure you heard me say disparaging things about soccer or as you would call it football. And I'm sure don't hold that against me. I assure you, I love everybody except like three people in this chat. I don't love them, uh, but everybody else, you know, uh, what is this? Joe pro said FMK WNBA soccer F1. Oh, fuck, Mary kill WNBA soccer F1. Oh, this is easy. This is super easy. Kill WNBA. Mary F1. Have sex with soccer. See, Tony, see, we have plenty of soccer fans in the building. You're right at home, Rossetti, if you're a soccer person. But my FMK, there you go. F, soccer, M, F1, K, WNBA. You're a bad person, Barry. You should be fired. Well, you can't fire me from my own stream. Well, your 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 advertisers should pull their budget. Well, guess what? There's no advertisers right now. <laughs> now what, bitches? Nice. Rossetti said, "If you need information of soccer of Spain, I'm your man." I do not. Uh, but if I ever do, if I ever do, Rossetti. You're right. You are my man. If I'm like, you know what? What's going on with the with the Spaniards out in the the Spaniard Soccer League? Is it the S L A? No, Spaniards. The S S L. The foot. The Spaniard football. The S F L. Okay, I have no idea. All right, this is a three hour Thursday, by the way. This show is going to continue. Now, here's how this is going to work, folks. Since it is a three hour Thursday. This show is over with. By the way, Rusetti, I'm going to need you to be earlier. We start at 2 o'clock Houston time. I don't know what time it is right there. It is 3.57 right now. Uh, and this show ends at 4 o'clock Houston time. Starts at 2 o'clock Houston time. So two hours ago, we started this fine stream. And now it is time to end it. But on Thursdays, we do three-hour Thursday. All of the members of my Patreon, everybody that's a member of the Patreon, uh, it is, is, it will get the link to three hour Thursday. So if you're on Patreon, you're on the discord, I will send you those links. We're going to do it on YouTube and YouTube only until I figure out how to do that for uh, Twitter only, but that'll happen on YouTube. So make sure you do that. By the way, if you're wanting to go join the Facebooks, I mean the, the Patreon, super easy, go to patreon.com forward slash Barry on deck. Aaron little re upped Aaron. Thank you buddy for coming back and becoming a huge deckhead Once again, very much appreciated. There's two tiers. There's the $5 tier, the $10 tier. If you're new to the program and want to see it through and want to see me keep this bad boy rolling, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Barry on deck. You get all kind of swag and gifts in the mail. Once I get it to mail them out, uh, Access to the Discord, which I'm telling you right now, is the best part of being on Patreon. The absolute best part of being on Patreon is the access to the Discord, the community that we've built there. I mean, we help each other. We we uh, offer services. We raise money when loved ones die. I'm telling you right now, the Barry on Deck community, amazing and absolutely worth it to be a part of the Discord. So go join there. Other than that, it is time to bounce out. If you joined me today and you were new to the program, man, thank you so much for being here. Click follow. Come back. We do this every day, Monday through Friday, 2 to 4 p.m. Houston time, except on Friday, it's 11 to 1. Tomorrow, we start at 11 a.m. and go to 1 p.m. because I got to go make a TV show that airs on Saturday. So, Monday through Thursday, 2 to 4. It's on the Twitch channel. If you're on Twitch, just look for the schedule. It's there. 
Monday through Thursday, 2 to 4, Fridays 11 to 1. If you're on YouTube and you want to know, go to Twitch, because that's where we're moving to by March 1. Hey, I love you, deckheads. Thank you so much for being here. I will see you in the third hour, or I will see you tomorrow at 11 a.m. And until then... Thank you to my guest, Ryan, from jo- for joining me from the, what was the hell was it, the Rocky and Creed series podcast. Very much appreciate Ryan hopping in and, and letting me have some fun with that. That was a good time. Thank you to Josh for the host. Thank you to Kyle King for showing up. Thank you to you guys for showing up. I'll see you next hour or I'll see you tomorrow. Do me three favors. Until then, be safe. Be kind. And most importantly, Love each other. See you in a bit, or I'll see you tomorrow. Good point, Fidel. Don't forget to raid. Who are we raiding? All right, let's go. Who are we raiding? Let me find somebody on Twitch Sports to raid. Even though this show's not a member of Twitch Sports. Mr. Breezy, who do I know over here that we can raid? Tropic, real tight spot. Yep, that's wrestling. Oh shit, we're running out of song. Who are we raiding, people? I don't know. I don't know. Who are we raiding? Ah. Uh, who's on? Like, nobody I know is on right now. Kiki's not on. I got nothing. You guys have somebody you want to raid? I got nothing. Oh, my bad. Did I say TVP? I heard to that. Oh, yeah, both of you said it, hoes. Okay, I don't have a raid partner. Rossetti, thank you, buddy. I appreciate you, man. Hope we'll see you again, all right? No raid today. I couldn't find anybody. We got to get better at that. I love y'all. Peace. Daddy's making a YouTube video.